Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. With producer Sanaa Marie. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Hey, it's your girl Candice Rice, aka Pimp Fry Rice from MTV's Floor Bama Shore, and I am on Verbally Effective with Ina Esco. Hello, it's the Verbally Effective Podcast. Um, Ina Esco, double A. Um, thank you. This is Code White. Tune in. Hey guys, it's your double E, Ina Esco, and I want to welcome you all to an exclusive, exclusive edition to the Verbally Effective Podcast. Just recently, my good friends Fresh and Chase were in the city of Memphis, and they joined me at Royal Studios for an exclusive podcast to talk with all of us about how they created Henry Mask Company. You guys, you already know this invisible threat of COVID-19 has affected all of our lives as we know it. So, hey, Fresh and Chase, the Henry brothers, they stepped in and got their manufacturing resources to work. And you're also going to hear how they are totally stepping in from a philanthropic standpoint as well. Take a listen. Enjoy. edition podcast because of these pandemic streets out here. I have with me some special guests in the city, my good friends, the Henry brothers. I'm talking about Fresh and Chase Henry. They are back home and I know they're only visiting for a short while, but I'm so grateful to see their faces. I haven't seen them in a minute. You know, me and Fresh was supposed to be in South by Southwest, you know, about to do the damn thing, but you know, Corona hit. So everyone has pivoted. Everyone has pivoted right now. So if you're trying to make some money, you're making some major pivots. You either pivoted or you fell off. You either pivoted or you fell off. And you know what? Corona is exposing a lot of people right now, right? Right. So, you know, on social media, it's been a lot of people faking the funk. And we see the evolution right now with COVID hitting. But today, um, today I have with me, like I said, Fresh and Chase. And we're going to kick it off right now with Chase and Fresh describing the Henry brand. Let's start with Chase. What's up, Chase? What's poppin'? Tell us how all of this came together. Oh, well, okay. Um, how did it all come together? Too much business, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fun story. Uh, the year was 2020. <laughs> 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 
I think we were in our 14th retrograde. Yeah. And, uh, and so we're hearing about this virus, you know, it's like the top of January, right? We're hearing about this coronavirus thing that's over in, in China and it's getting all the Chinese sick and everything and then it bounced to another country. And, and in February, you know, we're hearing about it making its way over into the States, you know. Everybody's like, oh, this is not real. You know, whatever, it gets here, you know, and nobody took it serious. It was like, you know, the thing that black folks can't get. Then black people started getting it and ball players started getting it. And then they started shutting shit down. Yeah. All right, the only thing that's open is essential businesses at this point. Um, we were still in essential business. We're in the luxury garment uh, manufacturing, so we're considered essential. Um, and the fact that we had a factory. Yeah, yeah. Right. the fact that we had a factory. With employees working. Yeah, right. But like if we if we had a factory and we were doing some shit that couldn't be used in like a medical purpose, mm -hmm. then it would have been, you know, so if we had a factory that just made purses mm -hmm. and we didn't have any machinery to make anything that could be used medically, then we, we would have been in a bad spot. Yeah. Wow. And so, you know, so right when everything starts shutting down, you know, we have, you know, we have a bunch of like master tailors at the manufacturing uh, facility. And, you know, they've been tailoring for the last, you know, 30, 40 years of their life. You know, so these are elderly people we're talking about. And these are the ones that are the most, you know, vulnerable and susceptible to the uh, coronavirus. And so here we are trying to find face masks for them. Um, and we couldn't even find face masks on Amazon that could get to them before June or July, right? And so I remember on our last podcast that we did together, I was talking about the whole aviation thing and how, you know, it had me traveling around the world and stuff. And so, you know, the first thing that came to mind was like when I would be over in, in Japan, uh, like if the planes weren't broken down, I would go and tour the cities of, you know, Kashikawa and Tokyo and Shinjuku. And, you know, there's like 29 million people there. Mm -hmm. And I, I realized then like 85 80, 85% of the population was walking around wearing face masks. And, you know, I'm thinking like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, damn, I thought this was some Michael Jackson shit only. I didn't know they were doing it like that over there, right? And, uh, and then I, I found out that it's something that they've been doing from the 2013, 2013 SARS epidemic. So for the last seven years, they've been voluntarily wearing face masks to protect themselves, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so here we are, we can't even get face masks for like months, not even on Amazon. This is a place that can get them to you in two days. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're like, shit, man, we gotta, we gotta figure something out. Like we have to find a way to protect our workers. Otherwise, right. you know, they're gonna end up catching this shit. Yeah. And uh, so I'm telling my brother, like, hey man, like we need to, you know, hey bro, we need to make some face masks. Right. And he's like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he wasn't saying we need to just make some face masks for the staff. He was saying Rich Fresh needs to make some face masks. Mm -hmm. You know, so we have a product. And I was like, hell no. The last thing I just saw was some player ass suits. Right. I'm not going to, the next thing I post to me, a motherfucking Rich Fresh man. Like, it just, to me, it seemed, um, it seemed like someone just trying to capitalize on an opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, moving that way. And, we were seeing these messages popping up on Instagram with like certain people who were connected to factories or whatever. They're putting up these like copy and paste messages like due to, you know, coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. We decided to uh, retrofit our 
factory to make masks. It would just be little, the bullshittiest, shittiest masks yeah. you've right. ever seen in your life. Yeah. It's like if they were a t-shirt company, they were ba- if they were making drawers, they basically going to make drawers for you guys. Yes. The Hanes even did it. They were using the Hanes was doing the same thing. They were taking underwear and turning them into facial masks. What? Yeah. So that's wow. the same. She's on. It's like so it's not doing anything. So I was seeing that, and you know, I'm not a follower. Like I, I built my brand on being very unique in any marketplace. Mm-hmm. So when I see shit like that, I usually steer away from it because uh, it looks like a trend. It looks like a social media trend. I don't do social media trends. Ain't never did no ice bucket challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't do that shit. If I want to do something, like <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I don't like you know those those dropping a bucket type of scenarios. So I was super reluctant. I was telling bro, no nah, man, just chill, I ain't doing that shit. He was like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, I've been overseas. You, you, you gotta listen to me, bro. They gonna be wearing these masks, bro. They're gonna be wearing them. Right. Yeah. Like so they're gonna be wearing somebody. It's probably Rich Fresh. And just like as expensive as my brand is, I knew like it would end up being an expensive mask and I didn't want to hit people over the head for a mask they they gotta wear or they might die. It's like that's kind of fucked up. So I didn't want to do it. Um, but what we did decide to do was do something philanthropic. Okay. You know, like our core business, shit, the business is so like, you know, we got Rich Fresh, the brand, but then we've also got the factory that produces all the Rich Fresh products. So I own the factory as well. Mm-hmm. And all of our accounts, everybody was like, it got quiet on everybody. You know, right. refresh, slow down. Everybody was rescheduling, canceling appointments. Nobody wanted to be around people. Right, because you had Ellen lined up, I yeah. think. I remember you uh, talking Ellen about that. Ellen lined up. I had Reese Witherspoon lined up. I had just done, yeah. just done a fitting with, with Dre. So Dr. Dre, I had him, and I had his shit ready for the final fit so we could get this thing popping. Uh, I had some weddings in line, like, yeah. Like we said before, we was on our way to uh, South by Southwest. Right. And you was like, I'm making my shit, England. I was like, I know you are. The the set I was going to wear there? I already know. And they canceled that shit like right before. Right. right? Like not even a week warning. And we was like, are they going to have it? And you was like, Ina, I don't think so. And they shut down. I'm like, what? They shut everything down. But um, So yeah, so you know, I was super reluctant. We were going to do something different. I was going to launch a t-shirt range, which I'm still going to do. And I'm actually... Shout out Rich Fresh. I actually went on t-shirt. Okay, that's Rich Fresh. Oh, shout out Rich Fresh. Oh, shout out Rich Fresh. Oh, 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 La Familia. La Familia. This is what we do. So, I I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to launch a cool t-shirt, you know, sweatshirt, that type of situation. Just something that people can consume a little bit differently. You know, I've never had a website. Everything's always been like hand-to-hand. You know what I'm saying? So this is the first time, like, damn, all this COVID shit's happening. It's exposing the fact that I don't have any online presence. I can't make no money online. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, well let's 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 do that then. Let's build that out, get people accustomed to consuming the brand online, and then we'll eventually merge more products in. Okay. So we start building that out. Start getting t-shirts, you know, mocked up, I start coming up with designs, start getting them printed. And then we were gonna do one that um, we were gonna price it a little bit lower, something that's just more across the board than anyone can get. And we were going to donate all the proceeds to like families that were impacted by COVID. So we had this concept to put something together, generate revenue, not feel a sense of guilt. 
yeah. from generating the revenue because motherfuckers are trying to make you feel guilty for making money during a pandemic. That's right, right. Um, and then take the fruits of that and share them with people who are frugal. Mm-hmm. So that was the concept. Yeah, we were gonna run a whole campaign because you know what was happening was like how many kids that go to school, right? Elementary, middle right. school, and high school mm-hmm. only eat at school. Right? Like they go home and there's no food for them at home. Right. So you know what what we had in mind was we wanted to run a campaign that would generate some money so that we could take that and then feed these kids right. and then also feed the elderly. Right. You know, um, so that was the idea for that campaign that we had in mind. All the while, I'm still like saying, like, you know, we need to make these masks, right? Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> chill, bro. You're doing the t-shirt. He's like, get to the design table, crush. <laughs> yeah, but then something happened. Um, yeah, we had clothes to make. Yeah. And we had tailors with no masks. Yeah. Mm. And. We had Amazon, and we couldn't get them for like 45 days. Mm. And we, we went to every store. We went to so many different stores in the city where, of course, you're going to have masks here. <laughs> no. Everything dry. Right. They ain't got tissue. They ain't got hand sanitizer. Yeah, dry. Water was gone. Everything. Tissue was gone. Dry. This folks stuff with all kind of tissue right now. Right. So, you know. I'm a problem solver. So anytime I see a problem, I don't see it. I just see an opportunity to solve it. So I was like, well, we need some masks. They, we just can't seem to find them. I'm a tailor, so I'm pretty sure I can make a mask. Yeah. Let's, let's find the right fabric. Mm-hmm. We went down to the factory. We were doing all kind of shit. Man. We were like, damn near cutting up garment bags. No, that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, like just trying to. Yeah, yeah, like. We had a garment bag. Garment, we had a garment bag. bag on the dining room table, whatever we had. Cuts all in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. trying to get it right. Just trying to figure it out, you know. And uh, how did yeah. you settle on this design and this material? So that wasn't even the initial at all um, design. Really? Yeah, the initial design was uh, it was like a regular surgical mask, you know, like with the three piece, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it was all black, plain Jane. Mm-hmm. And that's what we made for the staff. Okay. Right. And so we made that for the staff, and I think. Uh, Somebody, what did they saw? Someone here saw a picture of, of a, one of our friends saw a picture of a mask that we had made or something. And, and was like, oh shit, y'all can make masks? Mm-hmm. And was like, I need 500 of them. Oh, you know, early on. Yeah. The first day, like the first day we made the motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hadn't even gotten into our staff yet. We literally made one mm-hmm. just to see like, oh hell yeah, this shit nice. Yeah, yeah this could work. Just mm-hmm. surgical mask. Yeah. Hit bro on the FaceTime, just on some chill shit. He's like, hey, man, what, what y'all do today? He's like, oh, man, just chilling, just went down to the shop, you know, made a mask, just, you know, needed some time, had to get, oh, really, a mask? Yeah. What's it look like? Oh, sh- you made that? Yeah. <laughs> y'all make more? Their prototype uh, yeah, looks cute. Uh, it was just a regular surgical. It was a mask that nobody no one can get done. <laughs> that was the thing. So that motherfucker could have been. There was folks. There was like straight up. When I tell you, I saw this lady walking down the street with a fucking paper towel that she cut it out to, in the shape of a face mask. Like that's what it came to at that point. So wow. for someone to see, like, damn, y'all just made that, mm-hmm. and we can't get them nowhere. And we know that we can trust y'all because, like, you know, y'all not in a position to be figures anymore. Like, y'all right. are very yeah. public. So I know. 
Y'all say you can make them. There's a good chance I can actually get them. Yeah. How long it took it for you to get them? We, we did that in four days. Yeah. Me, him, my Watch. mom, yeah. or our mom, and his daughter. Yeah. We were down at the factory for four days, and um, uh, the shop assistant, he came in, um, and the five of us made my fucking mask for 10, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Wow. Just to get the 500. Just to get the 500. And then we sent them 500 out, and, and as soon as he got it, he was like, oh, cool. Let me get a thousand of them. Give me a thousand more. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, we was like, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we were like, cool, but fuck. Mm-hmm. Man, that was four days. I'm not going to do this for four yeah. days. You know? But I think we did. One more yeah, time. No, we, no, the fuck we did. Yeah, we, we, we got the, Yeah. And then I told, because he was like, man, we got to go back in. I was like, we ain't got to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> we got to call the tailors. Yeah, that's right. right. They come back to work. Right. So, you have to change the business model yeah. somewhat. Yeah. yeah. So the tailors came back in, though, and, and, and we did, like, I don't, I don't know, we ended up doing, like, another 6,000 mm-hmm. uh, within a short time frame. Less than two weeks. Yeah. How did your tailors respond to making that change? Some fuckery. Yes, yes, but it wasn't fuckery at first, right? No, no, at first it was. At first it was love, okay. you know what I'm saying? We buying them pizza and shit, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like They're yeah, happy because, like, up. they get work. Yeah. Right. And then one day, one day, like, two of them stopped showing up. You know, one of them was like, I'm going to go back to, you know, Korea because, you know, coronavirus is crazy mm-hmm. in L.A. I want to be back around my family. Mm-hmm. And then there was some that was like, <clears throat> they were like, we don't we don't want to make face masks. We make suits. Oh. Call us back when it's time to make suits. Wow. We, it was the best thing to happen. This motherfucker was mad as hell. We were mad. This motherfucker, I was mad as hell. I was. Living. Because I was because we built that with them in mind. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're people that are of and for the people. So when we do things, we do things with people in mind. The thought of 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds not able to eat, not being able to pay their bills, mm-hmm. because they're not marketable. They can't go nowhere and, and, and get a little part-time job that's going to pay them some mm-hmm. money. They're 60, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking right. we can do something to where they can eat. Mm-hmm. And then... This motherfucker come to say, I don't want this food. I don't want this food. Mm-hmm. You know? Call me back. Who can say? Hey, man. <laughs> ad, bro. Fuck right. that shit. I don't worry I'm about sure that. I'm somebody that want to do it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. we're overpaying them. Because yeah. we still, they're, yeah, yeah. they're overqualified, so we can't underpay them. We overpaying. Yeah, we're overpaying them. And they don't even appreciate it, bro. Let, then they can wait until it's time for suits. Let's get some fresh blood in. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so it's a good response for the ad. Um, yeah, and we were still doing the plain Janes. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we had a brand new staff coming in just doing the plain Janes. And we had just hit that number where it's like, all right, we've actually done a pretty large number of masks in two weeks without even wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. So I remember because, you know, we were driving back up the hill, back up to the house. And um, something was off. Like, something just felt off. Felt like like a hustle, you know what I'm saying? And like, I've hustled before. Like Memphis is, mm-hmm. is a place where you can have an idea and if you hustle it, you know, you can make a little money. Yeah. But if you can successfully convert that hustle into an establishment or an operation or business mm-hmm. that's logistically sound and it can scale on shit, make some money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, they stick to the hustle. And so it felt like we were in hustle mode. And I was like, um, I don't wanna do this like this. If we're gonna do this, 
we gotta really fucking do this shit. And I'm a I'm a I'm a brand person. I like building brands around things, getting people attached to the idea of something. Because like at the end of the day, you know, the mask served a purpose. Mm-hmm. It it served no less of a purpose than this one. You just didn't know the name. You just didn't know the name, and you couldn't recognize the motherfucker from a distance. If you got up close to it, it looks so much like the other one. Mm-hmm. You don't know whose it is. So it'd be companies that want to order thousands of them, and they don't know what to call them. They just say, "Hey, uh, I need to order some of those masks." Mm. A motherfucker go to Walmart and try and buy some of those masks. Right. A motherfucker go to the gas those station and buy some of those masks. Yep. You know, and so there was no branding in place, and uh, and so then that's when like the think tank mm-hmm. started happening. Okay. And, and is that when the, the the new design came into play? Yeah. Um, so fortunately. We have a very unique type of partnership. First of all, we're brothers, what? which you generally never see in a partnership scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works because, like you know, we're, we're we're we've always been close. We've always we've always had ideas. We've always been very progressive. We don't think that there's anything we can't do. Mm-hmm. So it's real it's real good to be in business and operate with someone that understands that anything's possible. Yeah. Fortunately, we both have that mental condition. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But aside and from that, they know each other. Like yeah. some brothers don't. Yeah, can't do it. <laughs> but like you know, yeah, some some can't. Yeah. Um, but uh, beyond that, we have our skill sets are so unique. Again, he got a, he got an aviation background, so he has a fast engineering background. This motherfucker can make a plane, mm-hmm. fix a plane. I can't hook that that fucking monitor up to that keyboard. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. He could read. He could do all kinds of shit in here. Like our brains work different. I'm real like aesthetic. What aesthetic could I give to those sunglasses to make them more marketable than they are right now? How could I add value to those sunglasses? Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way to do it. I think it's shit like that. And I think little things that the consumers will tap into that'll make something say, I gotta have that. Then comes the part of making it a little thing. Like what's the engineering behind the concept? So we get back to the crib. Uh, I also used to do origami a whole lot when I was in, in high school. Mm-hmm. So we get to the crib, we sit on the couch, we're smoking a blunt, um, and just chilling. And something told me to fold some paper. You know, we're just talking about like, I don't know, just just brainstorming. Like, man, what could this be then? And so we just smoking, chilling. Like, man, what could this be? What could this be? Meanwhile, just folding paper, folding paper, folding paper. And next thing you know, I get up, I just stand up, I had this thing, oh, it looks kind of cool. Stand up, I go look in the mirror over the fireplace, I put on my face, and I'm like, huh, this shit kind of dope. I turn around, look at this. <laughs> this man was like, he was, he was sitting real chill, I was like, bro, what's up? Bro, this is it. Hell yeah. And he was like, yo, that's it. Oh, that was hard. From the origami paper that you From put the together. Paper. Okay. So then we went to the uh, dining room table, cut up a garment bag, mm-hmm. and made one. Wow. And it was like, oh, it's a wrap. This is this is the aesthetic. This is what it needs to look like. Mm-hmm. Now what do we call it? And you know, I had written down a few different things and some cool ideas. I was like, well, let's simplify this. Mm-hmm. You know, we're real big on quality. We're real big on delivering a certain experience for people, mm-hmm. you know? And it's because we have 
pride in who we are and what we build. So we're not gonna give you a shoddy experience being proud of what we built. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. with the clothing brands, someone comes to me and they order something, I'm gonna give them an amazing experience because that's just how I operate. Mm-hmm. So um, we decided to roll with our last name. Because yeah. it's the thing, it's your last name. You go to bat for your last name. You fight a motherfucker for your last name. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, oh, God. Uh, straight up. <laughs> and so, if, if that's what this is, this is our business. And I wanted to be clear to people that it's not a rich, fresh business, which that, that's an uphill battle because people still, I did a very good job of building a strong brand in a short period of time. And so people, some people are just going to automatically associate it to me because they see, oh, that's Rich Fresh's. Mm-hmm. No, this is Henry. Right. This is our words. Yes. <laughs> we own this. You know what I'm saying? This is not, Rich Fresh is me. I can just think, think, think. Fortunately, I had Chase to run the factory, keep all the tailors in order. I never had to go down to the factory. Mm. Oh, no, Chase had them. We had them folk together. It was very <laughs> organized. It used to be very chaotic. Really? He came in and just set up systems like a shit. It was a it was a factory that had been for like thirty five years, so you know we're like, yo, let's let's make this some shit that we can really take to the world and be proud of. Like, put Henry on our face, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, that was the uh, idea. You guys are doing it too. Yeah, thank you. You have taken it worldwide. And yeah. Like you mentioned, um, Chase is more of the systems, putting things into motion. Can you describe your role? In, in more detail with the mm-hmm. brand. So I mean, I come, I, I, I come from like a manufacturing world, right? So like I said, I used to build planes, used mm-hmm. to fix planes, I used to build cars. So like, I just know what, I know what a, a manufacturing facility would look like, you know, like what a, uh, just what their assembly system would look like, mm-hmm. what it would feel like. Um, so. You know, it was like when we when we initially started it, and it was the four of us. We still had a system. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about machines. I can't even like thread a needle without poking them. <laughs> I can build a plane. I can't put a needle in a thread. I mean, thread. <laughs> See, that's why we trying to put. I'm trying to put a needle. I try to put a needle in the thread. I fuck it up trying to check this. I know, right? <laughs> and so. <laughs> Yeah, you did. And so, uh, <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> and so, you know, he would be sewing. It's not even talking about daughter had a sew. She ain't no shit about sewing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's on it. And so, you know, him and my daughter would be sewing. And, you know, we just had like a system in place where, you know, there's QC, there's sewing, there's pressing, there's this. And we're just seeing these things and we're identifying. All right. So when it came time to add more people, we are like 30 employees now, mm-hmm. you know, like, Full-timers. Yeah, full-timers. That's a blessing. Um, like, all the tables left, and now we have 30 people. Wow, some fresh blood, all of them. Mm-hmm. And now the tailors can just make clothes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll call y'all back. Yeah. Uh, and so, as we were building it out, we just, you know, came in and just looked at where things should go and how it should flow. Mm-hmm. And we know if it starts here, it should flow out the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so we just built it like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so the the main product for the Henry brand is the mask. So I know you guys are innovative. Where do you see this brand going? 
Yeah, she's gonna have to fucking watch and see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, it's definitely gonna. Um, I mean, masks ain't going nowhere. Like it's 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 goofball no to say, come on guys, we're not gonna in three more months. In three more months, you're gonna need to re up. Yeah. Um, but there's people that don't think this is gonna be around. This is gonna be around for years. Yeah. There's people that think it's not gonna be around. There's people that thought that just because they lifted the restrictions that the coronavirus was over, right? And then, boom, there's a lockdown again. Man, the virus has mutated into yeah. a, even, you know, That's because you have how many strength. people walking around here that won't protect themselves? Ah, uh, yeah, and I saw that in California, one of the biggest states that, you know, cases are up. And you guys live in L.A., so what does life look like now in L.A.? Is it like, you It know, looks like Shenzhen and the shit he's Shenzhen. talking about. They wearing yeah. their masks. They wearing yeah. their Are they out and about still? Everybody. Uh, it's not as busy as it used to be. It might be like, you know, you see 60% of the people of the traffic, mm-hmm. but you see 80% of the people wearing masks. Yeah, Walking play. down the street yeah. wearing masks. They don't play around in L.A. Play. That's good. You can't go nowhere in L.A. It's about preservation, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna, how you gonna preserve life and protect life, and you won't even protect yourself? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you want to protest, not wearing a mask. Right. I see these fools. Make it make sense. Going viral, looking crazy. You know, all lives matter, but yours don't, right? Right. Not even your own. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a common sense, but not everybody has that. So. But yeah, I mean, I think what, 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 what's next is, you know, they're not going nowhere, and and since we know that, we're just gonna grow. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna grow. And no. more pretty designs. I like that oh, avocado. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the avocado. Yeah, that's cute. And then you know, like, I mean, we gotta make sure that the kids are straight. Mm-hmm. Um, like LA is going all virtual, thank God. All virtual. all virtual. You're not giving them an option. Nope, not all now. virtual. You know, here it's it's an option it's on the an option. on the table. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of states, the virtual ain't even on the table. And that's sad. It is sad, but I mean, it's it's a reality. So, part of what we're doing also is just like, it's like medicine. You know what I'm saying? It's like medicine. We've all taken medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all had the castor oil. It's on the spoon. And it's like, come on, let's get it. Mm-hmm. You need it. All right, well, then that came along uh, Flintstone. And it's like, okay, the same shit that was in that, but now it's in this cute little tablet that tastes like raspberry. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, this is great. I'm doing the same thing with the mask. Mm-hmm. You know, people hate wearing masks. Mm-hmm. So we're like, if you gotta wear them, then let's make them so that you wanna wear them. Mm-hmm. That the kids wanna wear them. Kids don't be wanting to wear them damn surgical masks. No, they don't. too big for them. Yeah. So it's like part of part of our thing is not getting not moving so far ahead of ourselves that we miss key components in the market, mm-hmm. kids masks, taking yeah. care of these schools. You know, we still got so much to do here, so much to do in our donation component that, you know, thinking of the next product, yeah. That's not really Tight on our agenda right now. I know we're gonna stay in this medical space of making cool products that appeal to the medical community, mm-hmm. but right now, like, this really is a a hardcore mask brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we especially got, for the kids that do have to go back to school. Absolutely. So I, I, I see, you know, your vision with the philanthropic piece of it, and yeah. I applaud you guys for that big time. Now I know, you know, when you guys created these masks and the Harris brand. 
They had some people trying to, you know, copy what y'all was doing. We had people doing all kind of weird shit. All like what? Tell us about it. I mean, there were, aside from, like, there was definitely people copying. Man, they was fucking taking, trying to take my brother's yellow tab and put it on face masks and shit. That's crazy. Maybe they thought I was going to help themselves some masks. You know. Um, there were people that were stealing the designs. You know, they were like, they were just customers and then trying to steal the designs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just weird shit. It's, it's weird shit, but we experienced a lot of it with Rich Fresh. Yeah. So it kept us from getting so emotionally connected to every time it would happen because people would knock off Rich Fresh all the time. All the mm-hmm. time. And uh, I remember I used to get real pissed off about it. Yeah. I get real pissed off when the motherfuckers that wasn't making no money was ripping me off. Like, mm-hmm. someone sent me something uh, just yesterday. Uh, some guys in somewhere in Africa, um, they got track. They basically got rich fresh track suits with these big ass like logos, like right here on the pocket, right on the jacket. No, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And he sent me that like, bro, you need to hit them with that. I'm like, man, please, bro. They ain't selling nothing. They got two thousand followers, bro. It's not worth the time. You get to the point where it's like, we can't chase everything. Yeah. So we started experiencing that. You know, there's there, there's a big brand that uh, tried to copycat us. Um, we're going to fuck with them just because it's fun. Yeah. Mm. We don't play no games. No. Like, here's the thing. We're really cool people and we're business people, but we don't, we don't go out fucking with folks. You know, so and so we don't accept and you bring it to us. So I'm a so <laughs> so this is a little quick story, right? When we first started with the massive stuff, I mean we were riding around downtown, you know, we're looking for we're like men, we're like looking for ear strap materials and like, Oh, okay, you don't tell it? Yeah, I'm just telling it. We don't play that shit, right? Tell it. Shout out Chase Morgan. <laughs> this motherfucker right here, man. Shout what out Chase Morgan. Fresh? What happened? Oh, can I tell part of it? Oh, yeah, you might get Okay, so check it out. So, we're riding around downtown, right? And so we're like, fuck. Okay, we got we got tons of fabric upstairs, but it's regular fabric. It's cotton. It's it's just the shit that we would use for clothes. And I was like, nah, man, we got to make it out of polypropylene. We got to make it out of the right shit because it's medical grade. It can um, filter properly. You can breathe in it. Like, mm-hmm. there was a reason behind it. Um... He was like, well, shit, man, what do you think we can find something? We've been downtown looking for all kind of shit. And I was like, you know what? Turn down this one street. I'm just like, mm, turn down this one street. So literally, as soon as we hooked the left on that street, man, we didn't Damn. drive. We didn't drive 20 feet. And it was a motherfucker it. outside with rolls. Just standing there. It was almost like problem. we heard. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we really drive. It was just literally. It was the only thing on the street. There was nothing on the street except for this this dude that had a big ass roll, five hundred yards of white polypropylene, yeah. black polypropylene. We was like, er, we, we get that. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought it for him, um, and then we told him, hey, look, bro, we're gonna need more. You get some more hours, we get it. So about a week later, he's like, shit, we ran through that. We get some more. We saw him again. Mm-hmm. This time he wanted to charge us. Fifty percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like we weren't buying little bits. We buying rolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever bro could, could show up with, we was taking. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, so now we need twice what we got last time. Mm-hmm. He want to charge us fifty percent more. Like how are you charging us more and we're getting more? Mm-hmm. The scale's off. Right. 
and you start giving charging her, and you start charging us more and giving us less. Giving us a shorter roll, like a midget roll. Come on, bro. What happened? You got the game fucked up. So <laughs> we placed this order with dude, like, hey man, we need to get this shit. And then he showed us some colors. He's like, yo, I can get you guys some, some colors. We're like, oh shit, bet. Mm-hmm. Told him to pull up to the factory. We placed a huge order. Yeah, we placed a big order with him. And so he uh he hits me up that morning. And I'm at the, I'm in the office, and he hits me up that morning. He says, "Hey, um, can I come by to pick up the money? I want, you know, deliver the fabric." I'm like, "Yeah, duh, yeah, how you do business?" So he, you know, he comes in, he walks in my office. He's like, "What's the money?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Where's my, where's the fabric?" Right, you know? So he's like, "Oh, I have to go get it." And I'm like, "Hell no!" Well, you with the shit, but you know, I think differently. You know, I'm like, hmm, what did you just say? <laughs> you gotta go get it? All right. So, <laughs> so my mind, so I'm like, well, man, I'm not Follow finna, him, child. So I'm like, man, I'm not gonna give you all this money, bro. And like, you just. It was like $17,000. It was, it was racks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than that. And so I'm like, I'm not gonna give you all this shit, bro. And like, he's like, well, you know where my shop is. You can trust me. I'm like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't trust you. You know, like, I don't know you. Take one of my guys with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, uh, so I'm like, well, how about this? I said, well, how about this? Um, here's what I'll do. I'll give you 7000 right now. This is going to take you all day. But you know, it might take you two days, but when we're done, you have all your money. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you 7000 now. You go, and you bring it back. $7,000 worth of fabric. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you another 7000 You go and you get that. And you bring that back. It might take you a while, but we're going to get it done. Okay, okay, okay. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I go, and I go, I holler at one of the guys that was on the machine. He didn't know what he was doing either. Um, and I grabbed one of the guys. I'm like, hey, man, can you drive? And he's like, yeah, I can drive. I'm like, I bet. So I go, and I throw on a couple sweaters. And uh, we had to leave the Roddy because the guy, you know, delivering the fabric, he knew what that car looked like. So we, we take the BMW out. Incognito. And so this dude, so you know, this guy, like he, I mean, like, boom, he grabs this up, he runs, he jumps in his, you know, fucking box truck, and he's like, and he gone, you know what I'm saying? Just hella excited driving. You on the tail? On his ass. Oh, okay. And he didn't know, you know, it took us about two hours, you know, to get to where we were going, Mm. but uh, he he, he ain't made no money with us. And he could have, he could have, but he fucked up. You know, yeah, we had to go ahead. You had to ex out the middleman. I had to get rid of him. Did the direct person understand? I they understand money. Yeah. At the end of the day. They love us because, you know, like we put big orders in all the time and we do really good business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that's what it is. Like we do good business. Mm -hmm. Like, so when people start trying to pull fuck moves, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, Touches this hand and this hand, no. Mm-hmm. The motherfuckers that make it, that's what we get. Yeah. Oh, 
Awesome. So now, yeah, we ain't got no issues, but um, you said it was a trek to find them. Yeah. It was just some gangster shit. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, we went through all kind of shit trying to, like, find the, the right kind of material, man. And folks mm -hmm. were sending us bullshit. It wasn't the right stuff. It was, like, nowhere near it. And then we got this guy that's just busting our head. So it just, that's not something, it was like, we, it's impossible for us to grow dealing mm -hmm. with this guy that's trying to put his foot on our neck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and he was just like hella greedy and yeah, he just didn't deserve to be in business. So wow. Definitely didn't deserve to be in business. Yeah. That's a cool story right there. You know what? It makes you think about how you move now because you guys, you know, the Gary brand and blew up now. So, you know, and you hear these stories about um, celebrities and people in LA, you know, being targeted. Uh, for example, the Pop Smoke situation, things like this. So I know you guys, how are you moving differently since, you know, the brand has expanded and people know who you are, you know, things of that nature? You know, um, <clears throat> we just move quiet, you know, like, uh, we used to, um, we used to, you know, we used to live different, you know, we used to have this cool playboy, you know, pad in the hills, we used to have the get-togethers, people pull up, you know, it was a lot more accessible, mm -hmm. um, we just out and about more, and then, I mean, I don't even, it, it wasn't even the, the, the pop smoke thing, I mean, I was just like, damn, that's fucked up, mm -hmm. um, but it's just understanding, like, as you grow, you outgrow, you know? Mm -hmm. And we grow at a real rapid pace. I mean, a Henry brand is not even 90 days old. Wow, you know that's amazing. Oh, actually, yes it is. We launched it on yeah. April 13th. April. It's not even 100 days old, how about that? Yeah. Um, but it's already on the tips of tongue. So we move like that. So we know that when you when you grow like that, then you're gonna outgrow some people. Some of those people are gonna be happy for your growth, some are not gonna be. And we had to distance ourselves from some people that had a lot of access to us, mm -hmm. you know, just because they don't render any value. And unfortunately, some people can't see that and can't see that, damn, let me just become more valuable. Mm -hmm. Bro, he's saying he ain't fucking with me because I'm fucked up. You're just saying, like, I can't, in, I can't even indulge in these conversations. They're of no value. Mm -hmm. I can't spend my time doing any of this shit because it's of no value. Like, we're boss bosses. We run some real shit. We don't have time for that shit. And instead of them wanting to elevate their game, they would rather deflate ours. Mm. Like, damn, who they think they are, mm -hmm. stunting and shit, you know, don't don't forget, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget who y'all used to be. All that don't shit, you know what I'm saying? Look, y'all don't, be look. Humble. Be humble, man. Don't, don't, don't get too big and be mm -hmm. thinking like, bro, just remember, man, like, niggas knew you when you, hey, that's cool. And <laughs> don't forget about them. Right, but, don't be on her, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we hear it now. Right. You know, don't anyone who's done something great that came from nothing had to change and turn into something. So being reminded of mm -hmm. the beginning in a sense of like, stop being great, be more normal, because we know how to deal with you when you're normal. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to deal with you when you're great. Yeah. We have to be mindful of that energy. Mm -hmm. So that's why we gotta kind of move different. You know, we move to a to a different environment, something that's just more secure, bigger, where we could just operate freely. Because like, it's just crazy shit going on right now in the world. And the last thing that we need to be concerned with is our safety and our family's safety while we build an empire. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. And 
not only building an empire for ourselves, but we're also making sure that we show people, you know what I mean? Like, how they, how they can also build an empire for themselves. And it, it's not something that has to take 20, 30 years to do. Mm-hmm. You know, once upon a time, sure. Mm-hmm. But we live in a different era. Yeah, we do. like that. Just like that. And so, you know, here we are. We're not selfish people, you know? Again, it's like, we do shit. And our objective isn't just me, me, me. It's also like, how can I mm-hmm. help you? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, what gems can I put on you? Mm-hmm. So that you can grow also. Yeah. But, you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's weird that, you know, gotta move like that mm-hmm. because I don't know, it's like other folks don't have to move like that. Yeah. You know, and I feel like we do. And it's yeah. That's rather unfortunate, but you know, what's more unfortunate is not knowing that you have to move like that. Right. Did did it hurt to sever any of those ties you had? Uh I think more so the idea of severing it. Mm-hmm. The idea of severing the ties usually hurts more than the actual severing of Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about what's going to be in the mind of this person when I cut this cord, when I when I cut this string. What's in the mind of this person now? Mm-hmm. How are they going to view me? What are they going to say? How am I going to, you know what I'm saying? You're thinking that type of shit, but when you know you got to do it, mm-hmm. you know, the hardest part of life, if you're, if, if you're, this one here can attest to it, <laughs> that cliff diving shit, how high was that cliff? Was that 50 feet? Yeah, 50 feet. All right, this motherfucker took me out cliff diving one day. I don't do that shit. I don't do that shit. He's the outdoorsman. He loves to do all that shit. Hey, man, let's go hiking. Hey, man, let's, uh, you know, let's get ATVs. I don't do that shit. I stay my ass inside and draw pictures. Um, but one day, I went cliff diving with this motherfucker. And you go up, and there's this cliff. And then it's just water. The hardest part of getting your ass in that water is right in here. Mm-hmm. It's thinking of what's going to happen when my feet leave this cliff mm-hmm. between now and that water. The easy part was actually doing it. The hardest part is thinking of it before it happens. Right. Same thing with these ties. It's just like you're, you're thinking of the potential for pain, the potential for disappointment. Mm-hmm. That's the difficult part. And when you realize that it is what it is, I got to make these moves, the rest are going to happen in five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, so... You know, it's not the first time. I mean, you know, we've I'm I'm divorced. He's recently divorced. We've had really close relationships that meant the world to us. We think they're gonna last forever. That we've had to sever ties with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we used to have family members that we just realized. Mm-hmm. You know, they say you know, not 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 all. And now with just what we're seeing, how black people are being, I mean, black people have been mistreated, but just seeing the egregious nature of it now where it's like mm-hmm. I don't care yeah. we're gonna show you mm-hmm. we don't even give it is traumatizing yeah. you know to see your kinfolk you know what I'm saying get mistreated and discriminated you have to like well it wasn't me so no it is you it was you because every time it, it it's a piece of you every time that you gotta watch you a piece of you goes with that mm-hmm. so that has been emotionally jarring um, and just like balancing that because you got to maintain your mental health or you can't maintain the health of your operation mm-hmm. so there's only so far we can go down that rabbit hole and I mean we're both black men we're both black men from the south so and we both have different experiences mm-hmm. I mean some of his experiences probably will outweigh mine 
We had cops, we had guns put on us. What? I was 19, we was yeah, 17. We were driving to uh, Wolchek to pick my girl up. We had an audition, and so we were in a hurry mm-hmm. to pick her up from work, get dressed, and then drive to the audition. I think maybe we were doing 80, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe 80. 80 on the freeway. And we get pulled over on, was it Germantown? On Germantown. We yeah. get pulled over off, off, right as we get off the exit. The guy pulls us over and then come out on both sides of the car with yeah, guns in our yeah, face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We like, why y'all got guns on us? Mm-hmm. You know? But we had the mindset then to be like, why y'all got your guns out? Mm-hmm. They want to talk. It's like, I can't talk to you with your gun out. Mm-hmm. Why you got your gun out? We just driving. They want to search the vehicle. I'm like, no, you can't search the car. I ain't got nothing in. But, like, we were kids. That shit now, that's a death sentence. Mm-hmm. That's a death sentence. You can't even uphold your own rights no more. That's, that's a death sentence. So, yeah, so that part, you know, doesn't render the healthiest mental effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Is it bad in L.A.? I mean, it's, it's, it's bad because you still see it. Like, yeah. it's not bad in L.A., but if it's bad in Kentucky... Yeah. It is bad in LA to me. Yeah. You know, because like it's still it's a it's a black person. Yeah. yeah Wasn't yeah. fucking with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Fucking nobody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Okay, well let's let's shake the lottery ball and let's see what city gets it next. You know what I'm saying? Who we gonna fuck with next? And it's that type of thing, like, who's next? What's next? When yeah. is next? It's almost like you walk down this street every day. You gotta walk down the street every day. You, you know, you, 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 you. and there's this fucking dog. There's this dog, this vicious dog, foaming at the mouth, just teeth, just rawr. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's tied to this tree, but from time to time it gets loose. And you've heard the stories. And you've even seen a video of some motherfuckers getting fucked up by their dogs. Mm-hmm. And you gotta walk down that fucking street every single day. Knowing maybe one day, shit, man, I hope that dog don't get me. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, I hope that dog don't see me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're anxious the entire walk. You you, you see blue lights and you immediately fear for your life. And, and instead of like, damn, I feel like paying this ticket. Damn, I didn't feel like paying this $90 speeding ticket. Which is some people, that's all they have to worry about. Damn, speeding. I don't want to have to pay this $90 speeding ticket. Instead of us, it's like, man, I hope I make it out alive. Right. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That ain't no way to live. That's all right. Yeah. And you know what? I know you guys deal with um, a diverse amount of people, uh, different ethnicities. Have you been having to have difficult conversations with, with the people that you're, you're not, yeah. that you're cool with? I actually, I got a friend, someone I was really close with, really disappointed me. A white guy, you know, we done business together, good with his family, you know, Chase knows him. Good people, you know, we kick it with him, had a great time. Um, either you with me or against me, ho. <laughs> when, 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 when. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> um, Either you with me or against me, ho. So, bro put an all lives matter post up on his Facebook. Okay. Um, Trying to justify 
why that's more important than Black Lives Matter. And then it hit me with the justification that blacks don't really have it bad in this country. They just don't seize the right opportunities. I just hate the way that the police are being villainized because they're, they're just great people out doing their jobs, man, and they're not bad people. You got to understand, the, most of the violence perpetrated on black people comes from black people in this country. Uh. Like, what, it's that same fucking stupid, ignorant, blind rhetoric. Right. You choose to be blind to this because it doesn't affect you. It ain't hit your front door yet. Mm-hmm. It hits our front door every fucking week, every day. It ain't hit your front, mm-hmm. ain't hit your front steps yet. So, yeah, we, it was a difficult conversation. And now it's almost like I'm too busy and I value my time too much to spend any time talking to fools. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't waste time talking to fools. You ain't never going to see me posted up somewhere outside. Mm-hmm. Just talking to a motherfucker, yeah, 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 and they going crazy. I'm just trying to have a rational conversation with them. I must not respect my own sanity to talk to a stupid motherfucker mm-hmm. for longer than it takes to realize this is a stupid motherfucker I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. So if I realize that I'm talking to someone who is hell bent on their position, then I'm gonna allow them to stay on that boat mm-hmm. full of holes, and I'm gonna wish them well on their trip down the sea. <laughs> you know what I'm That's why I'm at with it. Fuck them. Wow, wow, yeah, it's a lot of that still going on, and you know, we haven't even seen any type of reprimand for the people that killed Breonna Taylor, like, you know, a black woman, you know, we at the total bottom of the total pole when it comes to uh, all of this, you know, misogyny and all of this stuff that's going on, so that's why we got to keep all of this conversation and uh, content on the front lines, you know. And um, you know what, I'm thinking about like, uh, just the Henry brand, not something that you have not made it a secret, you're very open on your in your socials, you know, you smoke weed, you know what I'm saying? What? Some good good. Who, me? What about the cannabis industry? Have you guys thought about that? You must have been at the house, you that's why that's, that bird must have got that wasn't a bird that was, that was probably a microphone I'm just saying like that would be so complimenting of your we brand so many things like we got a lot in the works but like as much weed as we smoke yes you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would only make sense for us to smoke our own I mean, Why you see Moneybag got the um, the uh, edibles and the? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, oh, a yeah. lot of these folks out here. Uh, I know Rick Ross, you know. Yeah. You got our rose. You rose. get the big rose. Hey. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was just a thought, but. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I have really enjoyed both you, Fresh and Chase, for giving us a major update. What you guys been up to? I know you guys are gonna only be here in the M for so long. Um, you know, can you share with everyone how they can see all of your products and keep up with what you're doing? Absolutely. Uh, well, HenryMask.com. HenryMask.com. It, it's spelled the same way it sounds. Yep. Maybe just say it out loud one more time. That, that's right. <laughs> You spell it just like that. Henry <laughs> uh, you can also check us out on the gram mm-hmm. at Henry Masks with an S at the end. Plural, as if it was two of them. Two masks. If you were telling somebody, hey, I got two of these 
Henry masks. No, I got four Henry okay, masks. Okay, okay, okay. Because that's how many you get a month. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's a subscription model. Um, you get four beautiful masks made in Los Angeles. Shout out LA. Yeah. Uh, every 30 days. Make sure that you have what you need when you need it. Not after the fact. Oh, damn, I should have needed a mask on Monday. Sure glad I'm going to get it on Friday. It's not going to help you. When you need it on Monday, you need to have it on Monday. This is not a matter of convenience, it's a matter of life and death. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that people can have the shit that they need before they need it mm -hmm. in abundance. If you've got a few extra, pass one out to someone who ain't got one. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah. And then Rich Fresh, you know, obviously Rich Fresh is still doing the thing. You know, we'll be seeing more strides with that brand. But right now, um, the core focus is on building this Henry business. Um, and just, you know, we're in unprecedented times. Yeah. And right now we have something we're very committed to that is helping a lot of people. And we want to just continue in, in, in this direction. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, Charlie, let's get back to socials. You don't want to give your socials up. My what? Socials. My socials? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Like, nah, hell, <laughs> 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 Social media? Yes, I am Chase Morgan. That's I am Chase friend. Morgan. It's at I am Chase Morgan. All right. Yep. All right, well, thank you guys so much. Is there anything that you want to share with the verbally effective audience before you go? Um, oh, y'all got something coming up major. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what, check this out. Because what we did not mention, what we did not discuss was yeah. that we have a one-for-one -one campaign, right? Yeah. That's part of our, right? That's why we're here. Exactly. So what, the reason we came to Memphis was to donate. We brought thousands of masks that we wanted to donate back to the city. Um, you know, so for every mask that's purchased, we donate a mask to uh, frontliners, healthcare professionals, and citizens in need of PPE. Um, so that's something that we've been doing since we started Henry Mask. Um, and that's been phenomenal. So great to, to the point that now what we're gonna do is kick off another campaign on Monday. It's, uh, what's it called, bro? Mask Money Monday! You know, you know we need MVP for that, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 we need MVP for that one. Mask Shout out to the boy, Monday. VP the voice. Yeah. Mask Money Monday. MMM. Yeah. M M M. Yeah. I like that. You want, you want to talk about what we're going to do? So what we're going to do with it is every Monday, um, we're going to give away, um, we're going to have a $1,000 giveaway every Monday. $1,000 every week? Every week. Every mm. week. What you got to do to get but it, though? What you got to do to get it <laughs> is you have to upload a photo or a video of oh. yourself um, wearing a Henry mask. And you got to tag us. You got to add us. You That's know? it. What else you got to do? <laughs> uh, is there something? No, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It sounds, that sounds pretty photos easy. Or only photos or videos as well or just photos for now? Yeah, some people like to do videos. Some people get like hella creative, mm -hmm. incredibly creative. You know? TikTok. Yeah, you know? like that one dude that did that video with the different Yo, hats on. That was his name. Cool Craig. Cool Craig. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out Cool Craig. Shout out Cool Craig. Um, and yeah, so we're going to do $1,000 every week. But what we're going to do is we're going to split that in half. And two people are going to win instead of just one person. So two people are going to win um, $500 each. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, every single. Every Mask Money Monday. Yeah. It used to be Fuck Monday, and now it is Mask Money Monday. It did used to be yeah. Fuck Monday. With you yeah. and your draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when does it kick it off? Worse. Um, it's 
20th. So we will we will have a very 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 random selection. We're not going to select it. So we're going to look at everyone who on Mass Money Monday at the end of the day we're going to see all the various profiles that have tagged, posted the photo, added us, yeah. all the various hashtags. Mm-hmm. And it should be a it should be a lot of them. Yeah. And then we'll have a random selection. Someone's going to random select two of them and. Via Cash App, we are going to Cash App cash this out. bread. Gotta have Shout cash out Cash App. You yeah. got to have Cash App. And then your ass getting cashed out. Yes. Every Monday. That's Monday, Monday, baby. Every Monday. That's awesome. Kicking off this Monday. You we, know, so we like people, people getting their week off to like a good start. Fuck Monday was real instrumental in yes. giving people something to look for. Because everyone dreads Mondays. Mm-hmm. Monday is such a great day if you had the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Even though 2020, 2020 ain't got no weekends. Every day is just every day. Every day. <laughs> They do, the days do run into it's each like, other, don't they? Yeah, oh, it's just every day. Yeah. <laughs> Monday? Okay, well, look, let's meet tomorrow, Monday. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't we meet Monday in the middle of the week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I think that's a great idea because yeah. there's so many people out here that need their money. It's like Absolutely. some people don't have a job anymore. I mean, don't have a place to stay at. Stay at. I mean, it's, it's bad right now for a lot. And I think they're about to stop that additional money they've been giving for unemployment as well. That's been yeah. helping some people out, but I think it's that's a lot coming of to an that's end. Been there that that aren't good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me for this special edition of Barbly Obsessive. I wish I could say I'll be in L.A. soon, but I don't see that happening anytime soon due to the pandemic, which I know I'm going to hit y'all up, whatever that is. Hey, all they got to do is wear their mask, people wear their masks, (laughs) and, you know, that's it. And they'll, they'll open things back up, but, you know. Yeah, because New Zealand is like good. No, everywhere Australia is back good. You know what I'm saying? Like everywhere they looking at us like, what the fuck y'all doing, man? Right. We fixed it a long time ago. You know, like don't get me wrong. You know, it's still a protect yourself. Mm-hmm. But we're we're still running around here talking about like I ain't wearing one. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. we still having arguments about wearing the damn thing. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Well, we got to get leadership involved with it too. Like like we got comments since we know we need to wear. It's, it's almost like the government will have to make. Oh, yeah. Well, like, L.A.'s mandated. Some cities are mandated. You will get fined. Where yeah. is your money? Yeah. For wow. not wearing one of these on your face. Yeah, that's what we need here. You don't have to wear it in the house, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, just wear it when you're out in public and mm-hmm. around people. That's it, you know? That's like wearing your fucking pants. Yeah. You ain't got to wear them. No one's making you wear pants around here. You can have your shit out. Yeah. But when you walk yeah. out amongst other people, put some goddamn pants you can't with be walking with your ass out. I agree. I agree. Hopefully we'll get better. Henry Brothers. I appreciate you, Fresh and Chase. Henry Mass.com. Make sure you're watching out for money. Mass. Money. Money. Monday. Monday. M M M with my good friends, Fresh and Chase. The Henry